Hello and welcome to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. And of course, I'm Gabby, your host. And today is going to be a very informative and hopefully enjoyable podcast. Have you ever just wanted to do something, start a new project, maybe a hobby, or better yet, a business like podcasting, like I did? And I thought about it for years and wanted to do it. And finally, I met someone who I hired as my podcast editor. And then he became a friend and a mentor. And the reason I went back in to join Toastmasters, and he's just been a fantastic person in my life. And I want to introduce him to all of you. His name is Cameron Sorsa. Welcome to Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. I am Gabby, your host, founder of Gabby Inspires. I empower people of all ages to embrace change. I am a motivational speaker, coach, and workshop leader. I know you are unique, and I will offer in each episode humor and skill-building tools that will enable you to make the right choice so you too can embrace change. So hi, Cameron. Why don't you greet the audience and let them know all about you? (laughs) Hey, Gabby. It's great to be here on Chains. It's all about the Choice podcast. I remember when you came to me with the idea for the show. So it's exciting to be behind the microphone uh, instead of uh, behind the controls of the editing, which... I guess I'll get to listen to my own voice later. <laughs> which that's, will be always, yeah, that's always interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's a little background on me. I graduated from Grove City College's entrepreneurship program in 2021. So I studied business. And uh, it was during that time that I had the opportunity to have a internship with a solopreneur in uh, Pittsburgh. And she gave me a few different projects for that summer internship that she wanted help with. And one of those things was starting a podcast. And I knew nothing about podcasting at that point. But she came to me because she knew that I was the type of person to solve problems. I was a problem solver and uh, she uh, now refers to me as her capability finder. (laughs) That's a great title. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was about three, three and a half years ago now that I got into podcast editing and uh, we did a hundred episodes with that show uh, that I got to work on first. And, uh, since then I've had the opportunity to work on like eight or nine different podcasts. And I'm really honored. I'm one of the ones that you chose to do because you have been just such an influence in my life. And I really appreciate that. And your background is amazing 
but there's a few subjects we're going to cover today, and I think we'll start with pod builders. That's a good one. <laughs> Tell me about, even though I am a member of pod builders, I want to hear your side of it, and I want my audience to hear your side of it. Absolutely. So pod builders is a free community that I recently started on a social media platform called Entra. And Entra is similar to like a LinkedIn, uh, but it's a professional network. And there are different live stream events and communities and jobs and all kinds of really awesome features and a real great sense of community there on that network. And uh, I decided to make a niched network there on the platform for podcasters. And so that's where the idea for pod builders was born. And uh, pod builders, we've been doing a weekly live stream on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And that live stream has been around a different topic that would be of interest to podcasters each week. So right now we have a upcoming topic of choosing topics for your podcast and how to start a podcast will be in a future week and monetizing your show. But in the past we've done short form content, optimizing your podcast workflow, how to find a guest for your show. And so it's been really great to be able to provide kind of an open source of the knowledge that I've been able to accumulate in podcasting and share it with people that are just getting started and who are you know looking to grow and have that sense of community with podcasters. So the pod builders community is definitely something I would encourage anyone who's looking to start a podcast or is doing a podcast to go ahead and join. It is on joinontra.com and it's within the communities feature if you search for pod builders, but I'll put a direct link in the show notes of this episode. So it'll be easy to find. <laughs> That's nice. My editor can do that for me. <laughs> and when we talk about people starting podcasts, my age group, which I'm a boomer, I, I'm proud of it. There's a lot of people when they say, what are you doing now? And in, I did retire from my work job, but I don't call it retired. I call it rewired because I had started my speaking business and talked about my podcast before I retired. And it was after I retired that I met Cameron and got the podcast going. But so many people in my group and probably the next group, I forget what they're called, Generation X or something. Some people just say, what's a podcast and where do I find it? And I'm hoping that this podcast, because I re reach such a wide range of people, will introduce you to Cameron and the pod builders. And Cameron, do you find many, what's your age group that you're, you're hearing a lot from now? In terms of... Uh 
people that are starting podcasts or people that uh, can you can you elaborate what, what, what starting? Let's go with anybody yeah. starting. Are, are there are many boomers out there like me. Yeah, <laughs> I would say there are a decent number of boomers. Uh, <laughs> I would think that a lot of the people starting podcast. I don't know. It's it's a pretty wide array. I'm sure there's some statistics out there on. Uh, who's starting podcasts, but I primarily work with kind of that niche primarily of people that are maybe coaches or have a business that they're utilizing the podcast to help them create content and get in front of the audience that they're looking to connect with uh, for their professional needs, right? Uh, they're, they're trying to grow their audience and, uh, engage with them across social media platforms and uh, podcasting is a good medium to be able to do that. Uh, that's great. If someone's trying to find people for their business, whatever business they're in, whether they're clients or their customers to be out there and get your podcast on the social media and Cameron put my podcasts also on my website. So people that say, I don't know where to find a podcast. I don't even know where to look. It's very easy because he put it right on my website and I just hand him a yeah. card. <laughs> Gabbyinspires.com. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can always find them too on any of your favorite, usually even music platforms, right? So you can go to Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't know if you search for a podcast in Apple Music, if it would come up. You probably need to go to Apple Podcasts for it to happen. But pretty much anywhere that you would go to listen to a podcast, Gabby's show is on. And uh, yeah, it's amazing how we can spread the podcast episodes we record across all of these platforms for people to listen to where they want to listen. And uh, I think that's such an important thing with podcasting to not always necessarily try to take somebody from where they're at, if that makes sense, right? Like try to engage with people where they're at. So let's say you have somebody who is on your Facebook, right? Well, in an ideal world, you probably want to drag them to your website to convert them. That's maybe the one what one one method of conversion that you do want to occur. Trying to get yes. them to go and listen on YouTube or Spotify, like taking them from one platform to another. While there's some benefit to that, what has been kind of found is that your audience in different places are usually different and they don't always cross over just because I like Gabby's podcast doesn't mean I'm going to be subscribed and listening to it from 10 places and engaging on multiple social media platforms when I really like to use, you know, Facebook to engage with that, or I really like using TikTok over Instagram Reels, and you know wh wh whatever your 
choice in platform may be, trying to get people to follow you on other platforms isn't always going to pay off or be the best use of your time. You'd be better off trying to engage with them there, build up your following there and, uh, you know, have that connection. And if you're going to try to get them to go somewhere, make it be your website uh, so you can convert them for some type of service or product or ebook or whatever type of call to action that you're trying to get them to convert with. I have to agree with you. I have, I would love to have all my followers in one place. So it looks like I have scads of followers, but they don't do that. And that's fine. And I understand that. And I'm glad that I have them wherever I have them. And they keep building every week, which also makes me very happy. And I think I still going to, while everyone's listening, I'm still going to give Cameron a pat on the back for that because he's taught me a lot. And there you go, Cameron. And uh, I joined Pod Builders and he's had me on screen with people, talking with people. So he's a mentor, a professional friend, everybody. He checks off all my lists right now. So, <laughs> but podcasters, when you see his where to sign up on the on the podcast or hear it, please do. And you can always get his information from me. We'll talk about that more at the end, but I would be more than happy to pass anything on. So podcast editing. Cameron, what do you think about podcast editing? <laughs> I love it. Uh, it is a really interesting thing to be able to edit together content and make it be concise and engaging for somebody to watch, uh, you know, depending on what the video that is getting edited or audio um, it's a great thing to be able to work with podcasters who have all of these different niches and areas of interest, and especially whatever my interests like aligns with what they're talking about on the episode, I get to really tune in. People always ask me, oh, you must listen to a lot of podcasts, right? Well, the ones that I edit, uh, aside from the ones that I edit, it just sometimes is a little hard to listen to more podcasts when I usually have to listen to the podcast I'm editing like three times each. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a night owl and so is Cameron. And I listen to strange things in the middle of the night. And that's when I really get to listen to different podcasts because I I want to learn things from other podcasts is why I try to listen to them because I have my niche. I know what I want to say, but I think people probably get tired of hearing me talk about change all the time. So I like to get different angles of change from different people and let them talk. And that's... And I'm a sucker for YouTube. Like maybe I'm not necessarily using the podcast apps to listen to the audio versions of episodes of all these other shows out there, but 
there are a number of podcasts and just YouTube channels that I subscribe to. And I'm, I'm constantly looking up videos when I have a question of doing something or I want to learn more about something. I, I do love that video format. And I think that's a reason why, too, we've seen so many podcasters choose to move into the video format for their interviews. And that's one thing you do. You We record in audio and video. And I like that. Yeah. And especially if I look good in it, I like it even better. But that's you. What you see is what you get. Right, Cam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so moving on from editing. And another thing we want to talk about today is Toastmasters. And I was a member of Toastmasters for 17 years, and then I resigned for a few years. And that's when uh, another mentor in my life, Walter J. Smith, invited me to go to the annual Toastmaster picnic. And I hadn't been there for a while, and I thought, okay. And he said, there's someone I want you to meet. And that's when I met Cameron <laughs> and it all started. And guess what he did? He talked me into joining Toastmasters again. So we are both early bird Toastmasters and Cameron's president this year. So now give us a lowdown on Toastmasters and early birds and anything else you want to talk about Toastmasters for. Absolutely. Early Birds Toastmasters is a hybrid Toastmasters club. You may be wondering what Toastmasters is. Most people notoriously think that it must be something about going and giving a toast, right? Right. That has to be what Toastmasters is. And what Toastmasters is, is a public speaking and leadership organization. So it exists and is community volunteer run uh, nonprofit organization that helps people develop their speaking skills wherever they're at in their comfort there. You have some people who are afraid of public speaking. You have people who are looking to step up the leadership ladder and company and they want to gain confidence. You have people with speaking disabilities that are trying to overcome some of those challenges. You have uh, people like myself who have been speaking way back in high school and uh, re really enjoyed it and, uh, you know, just want to keep improving there and uh, hopefully break the habit of preparing last minute for all of my speeches. <laughs> <laughs> And it just is something for everyone. And uh, when I first joined Toastmasters, it was out of a desire to improve my public speaking. But I very quickly got roped into the leadership piece of Toastmasters as I fell in love with the organization. And so now I'm president of the club. I am a area director. And I'm also a webmaster for our district. And so I've gotten many opportunities here to be able to give back to this organization and be able to help 
the members of our club and uh, help us hopefully build this club back up. Uh, I know Gabby's excited. We just had a great meeting this past weekend. We even had Walter J join us, right? Uh, so much energy in the room. And we had a number of online guests too. We are hybrid. So we can have people joining us completely remote. We have a member in California. And uh, she has not attended a single meeting in person, but joins us online via Zoom. And uh, so we really have the ability to help anyone here with their public speaking skills. And you can learn more about Early Birds Toastmasters on our website, earlybirdstoastmasters.com. And Early Birds has been in Butler County. This is, we just started our 66th year. In March, we'll have our 67th anniversary. And that club yes. has gone on for many years. And Toastmasters like myself, when I resigned, I came back often to visit like I did. And today, our last meeting, we had someone who came for a visit, and I think he may rejoin. And when I saw him, I said, He did. Oh. Did he? I said, oh, it's so nice to see you. And I said, are you joining? And he said, I don't know. I'm so afraid to talk. And he was a business owner and everyone else. And it, it's hard for me to think that it still scares him to get in front of an audience. And like I say, even when I do my my podcasts or I speak, because I am a speaker and I'll speak to clubs, I always get butterflies in my stomach. But what Toastmasters taught me was to make my butterflies fly in formation. So you'll, you'll always have that little feeling when you have to do something, but that's good. That's, I think it's a good feeling. You just have to learn to take a deep breath in. And it's all right if you say the wrong word, just correct yourself. I do that on the podcast now all the time. I'm human. And I think everyone I'm talking to is human too. Right, Cam? <laughs> I am a robot. You have figured it out. I did. I did. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and Toastmasters gives you the ability to improve both prepared speaking with the Pathways program. So working on speech projects and preparing a speech and then giving that speech in a meeting, but also impromptu speaking with table topics. And I've really enjoyed that myself as well because it really does help you speak on the spur of the moment uh, when put into a situation. And uh, I know about like a year and a half ago, my grandmother had passed away and we had her funeral service and it was 10 minutes before the service was about to start. And the pastor came up to me and asked me to read two different sections, fill in, fill in the name, uh, 
that she's a she, that she don't read this section because everybody will think she had a double life living as a nun, right? <laughs> so like it, it, all over this book, not highlighted, not marked out at all. I just had to like memorize that these are the spots and <laughs> fill in the dots. And uh, I said yes when he asked me because, you know, Toastmasters gave me the confidence to do that. And I remember my dad was blown away afterwards. He was like, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> or, you know, like, he, he had no idea that, you know, I, I had been asked to do that last minute and was just blown away that I was able to do that. And, you know, that's kind of that real world application of, okay, I went to Toastmasters for improving my speaking skills, ideally in like a business context, but it has gone beyond that and allowed me to, uh, you know, benefit in these personal circumstances that we get thrown into. I mean, everyone's going to have to go to a funeral or a wedding or, you know, some, some type of meeting at work that they're going to have to speak up in and Toastmasters can help you in those situations be prepared, be confident, and uh, be prepared to make a good impression. And you're so right, because when I was in Toastmasters, another Toastmaster told me he gave his father's eulogy. I said, how could you do that? I was so impressed. And then later, my mother passed away, and the night before her funeral, I decided, you know, this is my one and only chance to honor my mother if I don't do it now. And so I put us after the visiting hours that ended at nine o'clock or eight o'clock or something, I went home and put a speech together and stood up and gave my mother's eulogy. And it was, it, I thought it was touching, but I just felt that I had honored her in a way that she would be proud more than what I did for me, it it gave me that chance to do for her. So it is. And if you had known me before, I I went to college as a non-traditional student. Everything I've done in my life, I think it's been non-traditional. And when I took my first speech class, which I put off until the last semester of my second year at BC3 because if I didn't take the speech class I wasn't going to pass and I I did graduate there summa cum laude so I was really proud so I took that speech class and that professor and that class is what made it possible for me and then Toastmasters went on but I couldn't stand up when I stood up before a crowd, I my voice shook, my lips quivered. I'd look up at the ceiling, down at the floor, everywhere but the audience. It's great. And like Cameron said, if you just need to speak up at work, it gives you the ability to control your nerves and to think about what you're going to say. And it, it just teaches you that calmness to to speak. And, and not only your speaking skills, but again, you get roped into the leadership side of this <laughs> and you can have, you know, so many opportunities to grow as a leader 
And uh, so it's not just speaking that you have the opportunity to grow in here in Toastmasters, you know, you within a meeting, we have meeting roles. So you might be asked to evaluate a speaker's prepared speech, or you might be asked to lead table topics and pick the impromptu questions that somebody's going to respond to. You might do what Gabby did this past weekend and do the inspiration, humor, and the word of the day that everyone's going to try to incorporate into their speeches. And uh, you might even be the Toastmaster of the day. And you're responsible for making sure the meeting runs on time and just running the meeting. And uh, those are all things that will benefit you both in Toastmasters, but in life and at work. I was recently told this past weekend when I was talking to another Toastmaster about uh, corporate clubs, which Toastmasters has. So there's community clubs and corporate clubs. And I wanted to learn some more of the distinctions between the two and, you know, what is maybe held of value in a corporate club because I don't have any experience in them. And she was telling me how in a corporate club, one of the things they really emphasize is the achievements of the members in what they're doing. So, okay, let's say that Jessica, who is a member of our corporate club, just ran the meeting for the first time as the Toastmaster of the day. We need to make sure that Jessica's superiors in the company, right? Her direct, you know, manager knows that that happened, right? Because now whenever her boss has an opportunity for someone to lead something or manage something, maybe Jessica's never had the opportunity to do that in her role. But now her boss knows that she was able to do that for the Toastmasters and she's going to ask her to do that. And so this can lead to opportunities to get promoted. And uh, so that showcasing of kind of those achievements uh, to uh, the workplace is really important, especially for a corporate club. And I'm interested to see how maybe we can incorporate that more for community clubs and getting that more presented uh, to help people in the workplace. Um, but I found that to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I also took on a lot of the leader ship roles in my first 17 years when I was, they called it area governor then, and they've changed it to district, gov- district, area, district, what do they call it now, Cam? What are you with the area? Area director. Director, that's what they call it. And it's good, but also it's not just Butler County. It's just not, it's just not Pennsylvania. It's international. Yeah. Tell them how many countries do we have now? Do you know right off and and members? It's it's huge. Every year there's a 
conference and it can be anywhere and it's exciting. You can see the country too. Not only can you learn to speak, be an effective speaker and an effective leader, you can travel. Absolutely. The international convention this year is in the Bahamas. So oh. that is quite the destination. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going, but uh, <laughs> quite 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 the venue uh so toastmasters was founded in 1924 and today there are over 280,000 members in 144 countries and there are 14,700 plus clubs wow so it is something that is Across across the globe, uh, you can find a Toastmaster club pretty much anywhere. And if you can't find one near you, you can always join one that has a hybrid option or is an online only club. And uh, that that could even be checking out Early Birds Toastmasters or hybrid. We'd we'd love to introduce you to the organization and help you improve your speaking, of course. I will, I will add to that uh, a, a, a quote by one of our members is that they have been promoted six times at their job since becoming a Toastmaster. Yes. And so there, there, there is data to, you know, back up the impact that this organization has had on its members' lives. Well, Cameron, it's time that I have to wrap up this podcast, but it's been so enjoyable. And anyone who would like to know more about Cameron or pod builders or Toastmasters or podcast editing, he's. I'm going to give him a chance to get all his information, but you can always get it from me also. And if you have anything that you'd like to talk about, you could be a guest speaker. But So I'm going to turn this over to Cameron before I go on further, but go ahead, Cameron, tell us all your information. Well, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Cameron Sorsa, S-U-O-R-S-A. The U and O often get mixed up, so U before the O. And you can also email me at CameronSorsa at gmail.com. So either of those two, or you find Gabby, you flag her down. So make sure you get in touch with me. And of course, make sure to check out Pod Builders on joinentra.com. We'll put the link below for how to join that community directly. We'd love to have anyone here listening interested in podcasting at all join us during one of those live streams or join us in that community. Okay. Well, it's time to close and I hope everyone has enjoyed this as much as I have. And Cameron, I'm going to have you back again. How's that? Is that a promise? Will you come, back and come and visit us yeah. again? <laughs> so I, you can find me at gabbyinspires.com and you can, there's a sign in for my podcast. If you would like to be a guest host and speak about anything, I speak about change. And 
I'm sure you all know that. And Cameron's just gone through all his changes and the choices he made and the opportunities he's found. So thank you very much. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Hey, friends. It's that time again. Time to say farewell for this episode. Thanks for listening to Change. It's all about the Choice Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Invite me to speak to your group or hold a workshop. Go to my website at gabbyinspires.com or text me at 724-524-3464. What do you want to change? It is your choice. I will see you in two weeks. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other episodes. Farewell. Farewell.